You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. to another great edition of Screaming for More, brought to you by Pop Culture Fanatics, the only podcast for the fanatic inside of you. It's your boy, Mr. Demonologist himself, Val Sisko, and today we're going to be talking about a little film that's part of a franchise in Indonesia called Sabrina, coming out in 2018. If you guys are new to the podcast, this segment, which we've created, is basically us reviewing movies that are on the big screen, small screen, or any streaming service. Of course, the theme of it is horror movies, suspense, gore, thrillers, you name it, we're in it. And today, it's just going to be me. Usually we have Jay Rance or Jacob on the podcast as well too, but today, I'm writing Dolo as we're talking about this doll possession movie. So, if you guys haven't heard of Sabrina... You've probably seen it in your Netflix uh, library. When you're scrolling through, trying to find a horror movie to watch, you look at this little preview and it's just this creepy, eerie doll with giant eyes. And it may look a little intimidating because, okay, this is like a, a, a different version of Annabelle, if you will. And of course, it's in a different language. So should I invest my time in it? Well, I gotta say, guys, I think you should. I think any horror fan should always try something at least once, right? Of course, this movie's running time is about 114 minutes. It came out on July 12, 2018, and it is part of a franchise, the doll franchise, the Indonesian franchise as well, too, about doll possession. So, definitely capitalizing on the um, James Wan universe with Annabelle and the Conjuring. And in some ways, this... um. This actually has all those cliches of those movies as well too, but the best parts. And then in some ways it it goes off the rails and does its own thing in a convoluted story toward the end, but nonetheless, it's fun. It's a fun movie. so let's get started over here so this movie kind of opens up in a creepy way involving a man running searching for his wife who eventually he finds outside suspended in midair wailing and screaming at the moon and i gotta say i love the makeup in this movie there's one thing that i gotta love about this movie is the old school practical effects yes they do mix a little bit of cgi here and there for certain moments but i gotta say these um, practical effects with um, prosthetics and makeup and things of that nature. I love it. It's cheesy, but it's fun, and that's why we fell in love with horror movies in the first place, right? 
so definitely that scene kind of captivates you. you're like ooh, okay it's not just about doll we have some demon stuff brewing in the mix sabrina picks off with Mayra, who previously was in the doll franchise before she has a little bit of a backstory as well too and i do suggest people if you do like this movie to go back and watch the original movies as well too and see how her story falls into this movie as well too uh, again, Netflix won't give you this as well too, because uh, this movie is almost like a standalone, if you will. But some backstory would help, right? I mean, any kind of backstory could definitely help. Um, so we see Maida as well too. She is now married to uh, a businessman and a toy maker named Aiden, uh, who's launching a version of the Sabrina Two doll. So of course, they're also. Um, the caregivers in a way or the parents of Aiden's niece Vanya who I think is the star of this movie her expressions the way she talks the way she emotes you can definitely feel the misery coming from her you can also relate to her in certain ways as well too uh, they're basically taking care of her after the death or the loss of her parents as well too in her grief Vanya is convinced by a classmate to play this little game called Charlie Charlie. Now, I crack up because I was watching this with my daughter and I was like, huh, you know about this, right? She's like, yeah, kids play it at my school. It's hilarious and it's actually banned in my school now. So kind of creepy, but it's like a, I want to say a European version of the Ouija board in a way. <laughs> so very creepy. Uh, it's like a homemade Ouija board as well, too. And you're seeing this kid actually try to communicate with spirits as well too. Um, yes for this, no for that, and things of that nature. Kind of like a Ouija board. And of course, Vanya is enamored by it and she wants to take it home with her as well too and learn how to use it because at the end of the day, she's trying to reconnect or at least contact her dead mother. So around the rip, you're already feeling this kid. You're like, oh my god, like, you know, this kid is, you know, does not want to be of her, her aunt and uncle. She wants to be of her parents. She's longing for that companionship. And she's getting it out of this Charlie Charlie game. In the midst of that as, as well, too, um, Aiden and Maida also give her this Sabrina doll. Now, of course, this definitely takes from the beats of Annabelle. It also does give you weird child's play vibes as well too like this doll is menacing like i don't know who in their right mind would buy this doll you'll, you'll see from the graphic art as well too this doll is horrified but you know vanya is is head over heels over this doll she loves it it's almost like a my size barbie in the way if y'all remember that and um yeah like super creepy but she connects with it now, of course, the Charlie Charlie game has its own set of rules. You're supposed to pray before and after, um, so that way you're you're contacting the right spirit and you're also releasing the spirit as well too. Once the game is over, of course, Vanya, while doing this and conducting the experiment, she doesn't do all the rules, and of course, she invites an entity who I believe. Um, and this is where the movie kind of gets a little convoluted, but the, it's it's said to believe, it's shown to believe that the entity um, goes into the doll. But there's many aspects of the movie where the doll is not needed. Hell, the doll is even second nature. Sabrina's kind of second nature to what's really happening in this movie. This movie is a cross between Child's Play, Annabelle, and The Conjuring. 
And when I say that, it's because it goes from a movie that has to deal with exorcisms and uh, demonology to the doll itself being possessed to the doll acting on its own as well, too. So there's many different themes in this movie that you can grasp to. All feel familiar, all feel cliche as well, too. This movie also has a, in my opinion, uh, Child's Play or The Conjury meets Crazy Rich Asians. So of course, um, when I say that, this is a totally different setting. These, these, these characters are wealthy. You know, they have, you know, maids. You know, this house is huge. It's definitely not your typical haunted house story. Like when you see The Conjury, where you see these exorcism type movies. They're usually in dim lit areas, dusty attics, basements, and things of that nature. Uh, in this movie, you're seeing these characters in, in their prominence, in their best lives, you know what I mean? You're like, this guy is a successful toy maker who's about to launch this doll internationally, and this guy has a huge house with maids taking care of it all the time. Uh, it plays with a different idea of, of the haunted house, you know? Where you're used to having the stairs being like creaking or or dusty basements, you know, trying to have hollows in it and whatnot or whales in it. Um, this movie has long hallways and giant rooms for you to play with. And it definitely plays with the jump scare aspect as well, too. So I do like that. You're getting a lot of jump scares, but you're also getting some practical scares as well, too. Very old school. So I do love that as well, too. Um... There's another thing that I found kind of funny as well, too. As much as this movie is a throwback to those movies, it also has some fun things. Um, the last movie that uh, that I saw in theaters that's a, that was like, a, I guess, a horror movie in 2020 of last year was Let's Play. I believe that's a movie called Let's Play or Play. It could be one of those. Where it had to do with an application, and the application would open a different dimension for the entity to come out. Well, in this movie, it doesn't really do that, but, you know, Vanya has an iPad where she um, downloaded an app to actually look at spirits or find spirits. It's like a spirit detector. So, gone are the days of having, you know, um, these paranormal ex experts to come in and check on the, the demons or the entities inside the house. This little kid could just press the button, there goes the app, and now you're searching for ghosts. Um, of course, you have the night vision cliche as well, too, but I like it because while you're exploring this house with giant rooms and giant hallways, you're going to get that that suspense as aspect, that thriller aspect of, of what's that? What's that over there? And sometimes you'll get a jump scare that's played for comedy and other times you're gonna get that real scare that's like oh shit oh shit oh shit i shouldn't be watching so right there that's very unique very fun as well too so again i i don't want to go beat by beat for the movie but because uh, i want you guys to go see it as i do on these reviews all I gotta say is that the first half of the movie definitely has to revolve around Sabrina doing creepy things like moving her eyes, switching her eyes left and right while no one's watching, of course. Uh, maybe moving from seat to seat behind someone's back um, as Maida's walking around trying to clean the house looking for Vanya. Um, you know, she's being plagued by these little tricks that Sabrina is doing or the entity is doing around the house. Once again, it feels more like a haunted house movie than a doll possession movie at that point. It's not until we get to the two brother and sister who have weird sexual chemistry throughout this fucking movie. They do.
what's going on everybody it's your boy Val Cisco dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say whether it's about Zeus whether it's about sports whether it's about everything that's going on in the world with quarantine? Guys what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there guys, like listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor, it's pretty fantastic, I love it, hell, thank you Anchor for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, so please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store, I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still, uh... Whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao. So yeah, our director, Rocky Soraya, gives us these two demonologists, Laras and Bagas. Now, these two brother-sister demonologists, like I said, they have this weird sexual chemistry where they're just looking at each other, gazing each other's eyes. You know they're going to get at it sometime, some way, but they're not because they're siblings. Um, that's happening. They, I believe, have been in the doll franchise as well, too. So when you see this, um, their presence, you're you're led to believe that they're like um, these exorcist specialists in a way. They're brought in to do a small ritual inside the house to kind of cast out any demons or anything that might be lurking inside the house. At this point, uh, Vanya gets taken over by the entity and goes on a stabbing rampage, which I found hilarious. You know, she actually takes a scissors straight through a maid's mouth. She goes and attacks Loras as well, too. They perform a sub-exorcism, but the entity does come out of the child and it just makes its way throughout the house little by little entering the fray every once in a while. Um, It's very interesting because um, Loras is I guess impacted by this demon in a certain way. You find out that she's fought this demon before and that the entity wants revenge just to simply kill her. So you have some doubt with her her story as well, too, if she's good enough to actually kill this villain and what it takes to actually be a demonologist. So it plays with those themes as well, too. Um, from here, the story gets a little convoluted, in my opinion. Like I said, we're, we're, we're not really focusing on, on Vanya afterwards. She's kind of taken out of the movie after her possession and... We're getting different scenes of, you know, the family being terrorized by this entity, which, you know, is in full, like, flesh demon 
uh, demon art, demon costumes right there. You have like the big nose, the, the the blood splattered everywhere, the muck in the mouth and stuff like that, snarling, red eyes and whatnot. Every chance it looks very intimidating as well too. And different ways it's possessing different people in the movie as well, which is like, well, why do we need the doll at this point, right? Um, it kind of goes in different variables. You see one part where the house is getting cleansed. They can't cleanse the house properly, so they need to leave the house. They leave the house, and of course, the entity follows them, a la paranormal activity in a way as well, too. Um, you get this weird child's play 2 scene where they actually go to um, Aiden's workshop, and you see all the different versions of Sabrina. And in my head, I'm like, oh... We're gonna have real fun now. We're gonna see this demon like hop into different dolls, like Chucky in a way, and start attacking his family. That doesn't happen whatsoever. Um, it goes all over the place. You're, you're also seeing like some more mythology between the brother and sister where they have secret weapons to take out demons because they, the previous ways are not working. So, um, you know, the brother who's heavily into religion prayed and meditated one day and he found this mystical knife in this cave and this mystical knife can can ward off any kind of demon, I guess, right? Uh, it's only mentioned once and brought out maybe in the last five minutes of the movie. But I guess that gives Lodas the confidence to be a badass and fuck this demon up. So as all this is happening, um, from the toy shop, going back home, we lose Vanya. <laughs> like, Vanya's gone for a good 20 minutes of this movie. And all we're getting is, is uh, Maira and Aiden getting attacked by the demon itself. Um, at one point, Maira gets fully possessed by the demon, and she goes on a stabbing rampage to Lodas. Lodas gets stabbed at least 20 times in this movie first time in the stomach and that should have put her out but it didn't um she got sliced on the face on the shoulder on the back on the arm literal stabs too like these are these are um these are death wounds in a way right but that's happening all over the place uh, the brother and sister come back again. Uh, well, the brother at least comes back. They try to perform the exorcist on uh, Mayras to get the entity out of her. Um, this is where you get another convoluted story. Like I said, everything kind of gets a little crazy toward the end. Where the entity itself, while possessed by Mayra, says that I was invited here. I'm just trying to claim my prize. And I'm like, huh, well this has something to do with Vanya, right? No. The movie takes a fucking hard left turn, and we get Aiden's backstory, who, before this, before being married, he was the unsuccessful toy maker. I'm like, is this is where we're going? And it's, it's a budding rivalry between him and his brother. His brother is the best person to come up with ideas in his father's eyes, and of course, um, Aiden is the worst person. He can't even pull an idea out of his ass for nothing. And when he does, it's not really, uh, it's not really reciprocated by his father whatsoever. So the father dies, and of course he leaves the brother sixty percent of the company, and and he gives Aiden forty percent. Not that bad, in my opinion. Like, yeah, of course, everyone wants the, the bigger cut, but dude, come on now. So out of nowhere, my man goes to a gypsy, 
I'm like, what are we doing here still? I'm over here like, what are we doing here, right? Because <laughs> we're getting this gypsy now saying that, okay, what are you here to kill someone? Are you here to poison someone? And the brother's reluctantly telling him, you know, Aiden's telling him, you know, my brother has this, my brother has that, and I want it. And he's like, all right, we're going to kill him. And Aiden's like, I guess. <laughs> so the... <laughs> So you find out that Aiden's brother is a person you see at the beginning of the movie, and his wife is the one that's possessed. Why is she possessed, would you ask? Well, it's because when the gypsy tries to do, um, I guess, the seance to bring this entity out, um, it has to be a life for a life in a way. So, of course, the demon needs to possess someone for that life. For some reason... The brother's convictions are so strong that they can't be entered. He can't be entered whatsoever, but the wife's can. So instead of the brother, the demon takes hold of um, um, Vanya's mother. And this is what happens right here. Um, the exorcism definitely goes wrong. We're not too sure what actually happens, but uh, Loras winds up basically killing um Vanya's mother while performing the exorcism like I said very convoluted and this is why you have that backstory and hate I guess right I guess right anyways <laughs> um they somehow some way find a way to take the entity out of Mayra now the entity is just out there fucking people up doing martial arts kicks blows knife attacks all this Krav Magra nonsense uh we get this one little standoff with Loras and that magical knife to kind of cast away this demon and behead the demon the demon's gone end of that sequence right so um that happens um for some reason the cops get involved and they arrest Aiden on what grounds? I don't know. Suspicion of murdering his brother? But he didn't do anything. He just went to the gypsy. Like, how do you prove that in a court of law in any country? Anyway, Aiden gets arrested. And um, Vanya is actually visited by her mother, a la Casper in a way. And basically christens um, Maida, her actual mother now, Vanya's mother, saying that I want you to be her mother. And you get this happy story of, like, of mother and daughter now reconciling and being together. Aiden's in jail for I don't know what. And um, it ends off with, with the brother and sister talking about the case, looking into each other's eyes. And I'm like, what the hell is happening here? And um, they get a call saying that um, there's another case and it has to do with dolls and they're worse than Sabrina. I'm like... All right, and that's that. That was the movie, guys. Very freaking convoluted. Uh, I think it had promise in the first half an hour to an hour of the movie. Although you're not really getting that much from the doll, you're getting a good possession movie and great makeup and great acting by by some of the characters as well too. Like I think you know Vanya's is great and Loras is pretty good as well too. Um, but other than that, like, that last half has so many problems. It's like, you know what? We don't want to 
give you the cliche endings we're gonna give you five different endings a la like um return of the king in a way and see what sticks and i gotta say um it hurt the movie a tad bit but i won't let it affect my whole whole viewing experience because at the end of the day the makeup the music the different scenarios for haunted houses that was pretty damn cool so if i were to say if you're a horror fan should you watch this hell yeah have a good time and experience the whole doll franchise as well too if we could sit down and be happy with movies like puppet master you guys can enjoy the hell out of this movie as well too my rating uh out of three i'm gonna give it a two two you know it's fun it gives you a headache at the end but it's fun the brother sister dynamic i think they're brother and sister and please correct me if i'm wrong because they have way too much sexual chemistry in this movie that's like they want to pounce on each other at every moment um but i believe they are brother and sister as well too it's just super freaking weird um um they're they're okay as well too i, I like i like their style of talking about faith talking about god talking about a higher power because they make it sound different than the whole christianity aspect they actually give it a different twist a different spin on things so i appreciate that and hell you got gypsies involved as well too so that's a different plus right there um guys go out there go find sabrina it's a fun movie you guys enjoy it i think um it's on netflix streaming right now as well as all the other doll movies so if you're looking for a scary movie night there you go go for it i don't think the subtitles are that bad i think it's really easy to follow along and if you can speak the native tongue rock and roll um but if you can't i think it's a really good sub movie um action-packed and never really dies until maybe like the last 20 minutes but other than that you should enjoy it it's me lucha val cisco on instagram lucha val cisco on twitter and of course pop culture fanatics you can find on every podcast platform out there today um including anchor spotify pandora apple podcast and more um and that's really about it guys hopefully you guys enjoyed this um that's that's sabrina <laughs> sabrina the big-eyed ass doll right there <laughs> enjoy it it's a fun different kind of film i love foreign horror films so rock and roll guys i am out of here thank you very much and this concludes our episode of screaming for more ciao